When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Is there any point, really, is there any point at all, any point at all, in giving out the phone number on uh, 4th of July weekend? Is is there any point in giving it out? I'm going to say yes, because I think, and I hope you don't take this wrong, there could be fireworks. You think in this show there's there are actually going to be fireworks, Tom? This is not political. I mean, we talk about money. How many fireworks? The fireworks have already happened. After the first half of this year, I think there could I, be. I some. was going to say the fireworks have already happened. I They've did a podcast happened. yesterday. And I got attacked by my five-year-old grandson about his five twenty-nine return. So, I well, think it's a distinct possibility. Yeah, he doesn't have much experience with this, but. Our listeners are are experienced. Oh, they're nice. wise. They have wisdom. The wisdom of the ages. <laughs> the I'll wisdom of the too. old people. Hello, everyone. Uh, Welcome to the show that becomes a podcast called Talking Real Money. I, I, I am Don McDonald. I've been talking to you guys about money for way, way too long. It's time to stop. And over there is Tom Cock, who's been talking to you guys about lots of things, not just money. He actually talked about like business and stuff for almost as long. Well, he spun some discs in there, but that doesn't really count yeah. as talk. Real hot DJ there. I yeah. need some credit for that, dude. Not much. But he, yeah. he, he is here for you. And the, the mm. good news is, is he's actually here for you. Did you talk to anybody this morning? No, I had no meetings today. No, that's the Fourth of July I have, weekend. I, think I, I have three. I think I have three. I think I have like seven, eight, nine next weekend. All right, Bing, bang, boom. So, well, if you would like to pose a problem or uh, confer a question upon us, it is the easiest darn thing to do, particularly this weekend, because what are people doing over Fourth of July weekend? Not paying attention to money, I bet. Well. Spending it, but not paying any attention to the spending of it. What are they doing? They're sitting in lines at the airport trying to go somewhere. That's what. Ooh, yeah, yeah. We we have a friend here who was here for the very first uh, cruise of the Disney Wish, mm-hmm. and flew out from California for that. And uh, she's looking at her flights. Actually, if she delays her flight from today because Delta has suspended change fees over this weekend, she yes. can actually. Uh, turn her flight from tonight into a flight tomorrow and get cash back. <laughs> or she could go to Grand Rapids and get paid $10,000 to get off the plane. Up to her. I, yeah. I that actually did Grand happen. Rapids thing, so. Folks, that actually did happen. Folks on a plane, a Delta flight in Grand Rapids, Michigan, were offered $10,000 to get the heck off the plane. Not 10000 in flight credits, $10,000 cash immediately in your apple pay account that's just that is i think you said something today about this is just a strange time in many ways and that really shows you it truly is it's a strange strange world we live in and today we're going to do something that uh 
is done so rarely on the radio, at least with any kind of good measure, and that is talk about money, your money and how you can manage it better and the things that have happened to it and might happen to it in the future and the things you can't do and you can't predict and all of that kind of stuff. But we want to help you first. So here is a telephone number for you to dial. You ready to dial the number? Are you? Are you sure? Because it will bring you right to us magically at 855 935 T-A-L-K, 8255. I know, Tom's shaking his head again. I oh, hate those letters. <laughs> it just I just can't figure it out. That's They're right problem. there on your phone. Look. Go look. Just, Go look. They're right there. It doesn't there. matter. All right. Doesn't doesn't, matter. No, it doesn't matter to him because he's a troglodyte. There you go. I'm, I'm going to troglodyte instead of luddite now. I know, I'm moving up, I guess. Well, that's naturally down, down. Luddites are more, Luddites are more 19th century. Troglodytes are more like negative 100,000 centuries or something. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. We're going to get talking about money, but we got to take this break. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Well, color me surprised. Yeah, look at that. We just went away for a couple minutes and... People actually said, ah, my long weekend is not that important. Money. Money is far more important. So I'm going to call Tom and Don at 855-935-TALK. And the first one to do it, so we'll go to him first, was Dennis. Dennis, welcome to Talking Real Money. Well, let me say to, uh, I believe in Florida, to Don McDonald, and in Seattle, Tom Cox. Hey, thank you so very much for the Maidenbauer and com. But I tell you, I've been a, uh, how can I say it, spoiled individual. I've had, uh, you know, your employer that will give so much matching money for retirement. Well, when you finally quit the retirement or quit the regular employer, then you're trying to invest on yourself. And I have a meeting to finally make it a little bit more beneficial with you folks. But could you give, let's say, the rookie people like myself some good advice? And I know you can't give it for free. And but um, <laughs> yeah, we can. We're well, gonna do it right now for free. <laughs> well, I know that, and I thank the both of you gentlemen because if the people realize, and they've listened to you for many years, you have probably 40 and 40 to at least 80 years, if not maybe more, of great experience because you two gentlemen, you make a heck of a team. But thank you for what you give whoever listens to what money matters. I'm feeling really old now, Dennis. Let's not do the, let's not right, do so, the length of time, so Dennis. Dennis, what's um, the question for old yeah, Tommy make, over he was there? Talk, he was talking about comparing doing it on your own. Like in an IRA versus an employer plan? Is that what no, you're saying? No, he's got a meeting with us, and he was going to ask a question about that. Well, he, uh, I apologize for talking with, uh, when you asked the question. But, yes, the employer kind of gives you a you know, a, a standard thing. I'm going to mention a, what's the second letter of an, the English alphabet. And you can kind of get the idea of a large, uh, let's say. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, 
they 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 kind of give you an idea, and then I've kind of played with it, and I've done quite well with it. But then once that goes away, uh, you you're not in uh, having large cap or small cap, or or you don't have the same entities that they had, and so that's where I I say to all of our listeners, make sure you talk to Vestry and you make up a meeting, and then you can kind of maybe get what you previously have had. Did you pay him? Did you pay no, him? I, but I'm going to. Yo, uh, <laughs> no, and 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 that's you know that's that that's the kind. We're not just talking about us though. And Dennis, thank you so much. We we're talking about everybody who leaves an employer and uh, is trying to build the. We're moving from the accumulation phase, which is what you do with your employer, to the income generation phase or the decumulation phase. That transition for a lot of people can be very very difficult and fraught with huge potential problems because there's so much horrible 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 advice out there i can't even say horrible enough there is so much of it so the reality is that some people are capable of doing it on their own coming out of retirement but i think the bigger and the more complex your portfolio gets and the more complex your life gets, which it does in retirement in many ways, the more important it is to have someone who is truly in your corner. And that is not the vast majority of the financial services industry. And that's why, yeah, we think it's important that you take a meeting with someone like Vestry or someone like some of the other firms that we mention at Talking Real Money that we just, we give you the names of other firms you can talk to too. This- we see this, and thank you for your call, Dennis, and thank you for joining us at Retire Meet. We see this on a regular basis where people, as you said, Don, leave their employer, head into retirement, and then the advice they get is truly <sighs> awful. It's <sighs> self-interested for the broker. For example, we just met with someone who was advised to take a, a large amount of their retirement savings and put it right into an annuity. Well, this person already has uh, Social Security and a pension. They don't need a third annuity, if you will. And there was absolutely no reason to do it other than... Commission. Guess what? Yeah, the large... We figured out in that one afternoon, the person who sold her that product made $15,500. Hmm. So... You're exactly right, Dennis. It's a very, it's a dangerous time for people that are getting closer to retirement and they should get, I think, 100% fiduciary, fee-only type advice and, and take advantage of, and, and we do this, as you said, but we do try to help people. For again, free, sure. we're trying not to make this show all about us. No. We don't no, 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 want it to be people. all about us. No, there are other no. firms. It's just that there aren't very many, which is why yeah. we mentioned some on our website, talkingrealmoney.com. Uh, 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. Lines open. Michael, you're up next. Welcome to the program. Hello, Michael here. Calling from Fox Island. Hello. Hey, Ma- Michael. Yeah. What's up? I do. Okay. The question I have is, uh, the, this is about long-term care insurance. And I guess it was a year and a half ago where they came out and said, everybody's got to pay for it, take it out of your check unless you have long-term care insurance in place. Well, I scrambled and got a long-term care policy for myself and for my wife at the same time. And I'm going to keep that long-term care insurance policy for myself because it's going to save me money out of my check. But my wife doesn't have any income. My wife doesn't have a job. My question is, should I continue paying for her long-term care insurance even if she doesn't have a job in the state of Washington? Okay, so let's go back. The Washington Cares Act, as you know, I believe, is back in the courts. They they threw it out, uh, or yeah. they didn't throw. Pardon, they didn't throw it out. The government decided 
the powers that be decided there were some pieces of it they needed to work out. So it has not gone into effect in 2022. The question is, will it go into effect in 2023? Our advice on this has always been that if you've looked at your situation and you need long-term care insurance and you want long-term, you want that assurance that you know that you're going to be taken care of, you should go buy long-term care insurance. But to go buy it because of this was not a good thing to do. Number two, a lot of the policies we saw sold saw, sold during all this were not very good policies. They were cheap. They would cover a little bit of these. And, and so I worried that people sort of rushed into making a decision. So back to your situation with your wife. I think the payroll tax is, what, half of 1%. So... I'm not sure what impact that would really have on her yeah, if she's not working. It's not the it's not the job issue or the tax situation that I think you need to consider. This is another one of those decisions that needs to be personal. Uh, it has to be based on your situation and your not only your possible expect, expectations going forward, but your fear factor. Do you want to go into retirement with the security of knowing that at least a portion of the long-term, it has to be a decision about lifestyle. You want to make sure a portion of, of your wife's care is covered in retirement, or do you feel like you can self-insure, in essence? Um, and I know yeah. personally, well, no, I like my wife know. and I are self-insuring. Me too, by the way. And yeah. uh, Barbara Devereaux, who works for us, does a wonderful piece that she did at retirement and will do again at next year's retirement, outlying all, uh, putting all this together in a way that's very personal because she's gone through it. So she saw it from the other side. She saw the, the cost of all this, not just uh, financially, emotionally, all that sort of thing that uh, around her mother. People have been through that. Then they oftentimes say, I'm having long-term care. I mm-hmm. don't care. I personally haven't been in that situation. As Don said, Don's self-insured. I'm self-insured as well. So I do not have it. Yeah, and thanks for your call. We really appreciate it. But the decision has to be personal. 855-935-TALK. That's our telephone number. And my gosh, the lines are just full of people. We really appreciate y'all calling. And we'll get back to the phones in a minute. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Most everything you do is is a decision that should be at least partially d- d- driven by what you personally need. Not just these financial decisions, you know, like whether I'm going to pay a tax or not, but do I need, do I feel more comfortable knowing that long-term care, for example, is taken care of? 855-935-TALK. John, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, good. good. Long-time listener. I, I guess a couple of years. I don't know if that's a long time or not. A couple of years. That's long. I'm that's long. the easy sure, way. Sure, we'll take it. <laughs> I've taken the easy way, you know, so uh, my retirement, I'm about a year away from retiring. My retirement is basically, basically uh, mostly rolled up in target index funds. And I guess, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, I've, I've laddered them when I think I'll need the money. So it's, it's simple, but now I'm starting to worry about how do I rebalance those? They rebalance themselves. 
Well, no, but he's saying because he has them sort of well, but he has them laddered, laddered if you will. So, yeah. so if you have like a a twenty twenty five and a twenty thirty, well, the twenty twenty five is going to get quick, going to get more conservative as you get closer to twenty twenty five. They all are. They are all gradually rebalancing themselves to move toward a less risky mix. Now, if I end up or say that I don't need as much money to stay out of the 2025, do I just exhaust that, or do I get a little bit more daring and move that into a 2030? Or just let it I'm ride? rolling that forward into the into the 2030. Because even remember, I, I'd have to look it up right now, but the 2030 probably is a 60-40 portfolio, something like that. In other words, 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds. That's a moderate portfolio. I mean, especially for somebody who's retired or retiring soon. And I see absolutely, I, I kind of like your strategy, actually, sort of laddering these things up. And when you need the money, you take it out of there and and you move on to one that's uh, a few years down the road to actually being that year. I think that's a totally a fine strategy. Okay. Yeah. Great. It, 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 we suggest, in fact, we suggested it to somebody just about a week ago where they said, well, we have a 2020 and we're just not going to need the money. So what should we do? Roll out to 2025 or roll out to 2030. And actually, Tom, let me just look at that. Uh, yeah, you go ahead. While you're doing that, I will, I will mention a couple of things about target date funds. In a general sense, for people that don't want to spend any time on this and just want to kind of have to put the money in there, set it and forget it, this is probably the best thing to do. The downsides are that, again, they don't have the all the diversification we're going to want you to have. Number two, mm-hmm. they're telling you what your asset allocation should be, not dependent on who you are, as Don just talked about a minute ago emotionally, but really who you are in terms of age. And everybody has a different feeling about money and, and toler- risk tolerance, all those sort of things. So, But those are small downsides, and, and I think for, for very many people, and very many people are using them today, they make a lot of sense. Sure. And, and, and one of the things that our good friend Paul Merriman recommended in his book, We're Talking Millions, narrated on Audible by Don McDonald, uh, that you, you, you could do target funds. And then for that little bit of money that you're thinking, I'm not going to need this. I don't think I'm going to need this for maybe ever. You slip that into a small cap value fund. So basically you have the target date for the bulk of your portfolio. Maybe a five or ten or twenty percent piece of your equity position in uh, in in a small cap value fund to give you, you that could, little you could, boost. Yeah, and you could use. Uh, uh, we've talked about these both these before. VBR at Vanguard or AVUV at Avantis that gives you some exposure to stocks that are really very much underrepresented in target date funds. And by the way, the twenty thirty is sixty five thirty five. Uh, I'm close. The 2025 is 6040. Yep. There you go. I mean, so again, and the, so the difference, frankly, both in returns and volatility between a 6535 and a 6040 is going to be pretty small. I hate to correct you, but it's it's the difference, John Lee. Frank's not on the line. Ah, yeah, so Frank had John to go. Lee. John Lee's still yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, I did the thanks, thanks for calling, John. We appreciate it. We wish you well in retirement, and please keep right. listening so that you become you become not only a longtime listener but a really longtime listener. Yeah, you just listen on and on. Ah, well, you know, maybe. Yeah, and then there are all the podcasts too. I'm telling you, there's a lot to listen to. Well, let's see. What are we going to do now? Oh, yeah. We're going to take a break. 855-935-TALK is our number. The line's open. Tom and Don are talking real money. 
Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hey there. You know what Hi I there. love? You know what? You know what, what? I love about you this? You didn't even let me this, get started. This show is a reflection of real life where people think this has happened, so this will continue to happen. Recency bias because you thought no one would call today because it's a holiday. Mm-hmm. The lines have been loaded with calls. Uh-huh. It shows you how wrong you can be about the future. Not just you, all of us. You got that in. That was good. Um, <laughs> and that's his wisdom. I have a like math problem for today. you since you want to do that. <laughs> I have a math okay, problem. Ready to write it down. All right, right you ready? Now. Okay. You were, you were asking about something like this a little earlier. Um, if if you won five million dollars on the lottery, yeah, and you decided to donate a quarter of that to charity, how much would you have left? I think it's like four million. Four million nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars ah, and seventy-five cents. That's a good one. <laughs> you you said you wanted a money oh, joke, so I found one for you. Thank you. That's Ooh, funny. Wow, that on. is really good. Yeah. That's really good. Very crafty. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number. Susan, it's your turn. Welcome to the program. Thanks so much for taking the call. I, mine kind of dovetails with what you're talking earlier about being self-insured for long-term care in those waning years, mm-hmm. um, we've got money in a 401k and very little in a Roth, and we're looking at doing conversions over the next few years until we have to start taking RMDs. If you had to spitball, what would you leave in a 401k to sort of help um, manage those costs for long-term care? Well, I that's don't, an interesting question. I, I, I don't mean, know that I would they're, leave they're anything apples, necessarily. Yeah, because <laughs> apples and oranges. Uh, be, because it's really a matter of if you could, if you could afford the taxes to convert the whole regular thing to Roths, well, then you yeah. won't have any RMDs. So it's not a matter of saving it for long term care because either one of the accounts can pay for long term care. Am I, am I missing something? Well, no, that's I exactly it was correct. Tax advantage yeah. to take money out of. A 401k if it's having to deal with medical expenses as opposed to paying straight federal okay i get it you're you're thinking about the the early withdrawal penalty nine and a half yeah you can take money out of a of a 401k for medical care issues without paying the 10 percent penalty Mm. but but that but once you're past 59 and a half that doesn't apply anymore Mm. Mm mm-hmm Okay. Okay. I mean, you should, and by the way, back to the long-term care question, which is the center around, Susan. I mean, the reality is if you're close to retirement and you're trying to figure out how to pay potentially for long-term care, you should have a plan in place that looks at all the possibilities. It looks across the spectrum of what you know, what you can afford, what your money will cover, how long it will last, all those sorts of things. And then, as Don correctly said, it could be pre-tax or post-tax, that part not right. that important. Right. Oh, good. Good to know. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Susan. Thanks for your call. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Teria, welcome to the program. Hello. Hello. Okay. What's up? So, well, I'm, I'm calling you guys again for some advice. 
Um, so okay. just a little real fast history um, based on your recommendation I got out of an annuity. And I don't have a lot of in the 401k, but I got out of annuity, went to Vanguard, and it was, it's been working great. And then, uh, as I put it, the stocks went on sale. I was at a 60-40 in Vanguard. Uh, I went to an 80-20 and put more in stocks. And now wow. here we are having a sale again on stocks, right? <laughs> yes, we and are. So Good attitude. On. I love your attitude. That's great. So I do, I will have a pension when I retire. I will have Social Security, and that should probably take care of my month-to-month expenses. Um, and I don't plan on retiring for a couple of two or three more years. But I'm wondering if I need to get out of the bonds and put everything in stock. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, here's the reality. If are, are you okay with seeing your balance go down by half at some point? Sounds like she might be. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it goes down, but when it comes back, the stocks come back a lot stronger. And so we know that when they have, yeah, the but stocks, they have in the past. We don't know what the future is going to hold, but and we don't know how long that may take. We don't know. I mean, there's all kinds of factors. We don't. History has shown yes, bear markets last what 18 months. They go, you know, in the worst case, they've gone down by half. It could be worse this time. We don't know all of those things. And if you truly don't need the money. The reality, and this is for everybody listening, if you truly don't need the money in the short or probably long term, then you should have it all in stocks because stocks have made more money than bonds. There yeah, you but go. they the are very scary and volatile. Balance. As yep. long as you're good with that, it's pretty good. Thank you so much. 855-935-TALK is our number. Um, we'll be back. Don't go away. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Oh, yes, our number is 855-935-TALK, and apparently you do like calling on holiday weekends. I don't know why we thought otherwise. It's just nice to see all of you, you out thought, there. You thought otherwise. I thought otherwise. I was, you I did, confidence. too. You, I oh. had every confidence in all of you. All right, before we go back to the phones, I do have another yeah. fascinating, fun-filled money fact. Ah. I like to share these every okay. once in a while on the show. Please. But, yeah. um, you know, like, there are, we, we talked about uh, uh, two bits, four bits, all that, and what, why they were called bits. Because, uh, you know, the, the pieces of eight, which was the Spanish dollar. Remember that? That was a fact. Um, did you know why they call money dough? I think I do know this, but I've forgotten. Because There's everyone needs it. Things. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, Tim, you're up. Welcome to Talking please. Real Money. Save us. It, it's all in the setup, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys. Uh, happy uh, Happy Fourth of July weekend from a uh, occasional longtime listener. I do have a question, or you know what? It's really kind of a complaint, to be honest, be truthful. It's about my you jokes. Guys talk I'm about sorry. Long-term, you guys talk about long-term care insurance, whether or not it's a good idea. But you know, long-term care companies. You know how they. You know part of their gig how they make money. They are taking your money. They're taking your premiums. Well, they know for a period of time nothing's going to happen to you. Nothing's going to go wrong. 
And then at some point in time, they have their actuaries figure out, hey, at this point in time, everything's going to start wearing out. Then they jack the premiums on you, and guess what you do? You cancel your policy. So it's Tim, that's that's all insurance. Tim, yeah. Hey, Tim, Tim, that's all insurance, though. That's the game insurance companies play. But you know, but the but the well, not property insurers. Okay, you can get or yeah, they do. Yeah, sure, they do. Yeah, they do. No, no, no. You can get no, no, no. Yeah, they do. Policy. You can get a le- no. You can get a level term policy for. Yeah, but for they still have life. actuaries who uh, sit around doing the math, and and they're going. No, listen. You <laughs> okay. guys shouldn't. You guys shouldn't allow long term care policies being sold, or you guys shouldn't even talk about this until you can get a level term, long term care policy. Did you notice? Like, wait, Tim. You know, before you, but before you get all upset, did you notice that both of us said we self-insure? We don't like long-term care policies. We've never told people ever to buy them. We say it is a personal decision, like so much insurance. Some people dis- uh, say they need a permanent, and and it's true actually. Some people do, in very rare cases, need permanent cash value life. There are cases, rare though they might be, where someone. Acts Actually needs it. How many people can? Hey guys, how many people can afford that? Realistically, not very many. Not very many. No, No. it's a small number. It's a small number. You're. You don't realize that you basically have two allies here when it comes to. Yeah, you're preaching to the choir. (laughs) Okay. 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 I just. All right, fellas. I just. I was just kind of grinding on this. I, you know, we don't like long-term care. I would never. I would never buy it. I've had I, wait, I'm gonna, multiple I'm opportunities. What? I well, like you know it what? for people that want to own it, that want to have it. Well, you know, for what it covers, you know, when you lay out your Medicaid, Medicare, Medicare supplement policies, whatever it covers, it's not a bad idea. But you're never going to get a level term policy. No, you never can, you know, they the won't sell them because they'll lose money for twenty years. They, the What's insurance that? companies, the insurance companies know if they ever offered a product like that because in the past they did some and they, and they lost a fortune. Yeah. They got killed. Insurance companies are not in the business of of uh, charitable giving to us. They're in the business of using our money to make more money than we're going to get out of them. That's the whole deal, and that's why I, I, unlike Tom, am a real disliker of insurance companies almost across the board because I think the industry is 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 at best disingenuous and at worst maybe dishonest. So again, you're okay, preaching guys. to the choir. I totally agree with you. Okay, guys. Uh okay. Have a great fourth. Uh I'll keep listening. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> Really appreciate uh, okay. it. Okay, yeah. I mean, there are there are people that should have it because they should have. It. I mean, it's a personal decision. It's not there. There isn't a right or wrong here. No, no. And I agree with Don that in any any business arrangement you have with any insurance company over any policy, you need to be careful because I do think they have a tendency, as you said, to want to make money for the company, not necessarily represent the. Uh, the person they're selling the policy to very well. That's my take. 
And and onto a little other another subject that I just yeah. find I found this fascinating. Um, we talk a lot about how there is no cause and effect between you know things that happen today and future events that we don't know the future we can't know it. Well, apparently though, according to a couple of big studies, if you look at the value of your investments, yeah, that's fascinating. They go down. If yep. you look, they, I mean, you know, do you know Jack Bogle always said, "Don't peek." Yeah, uh, we always did. said, don't look at your portfolio, but it turns out, honestly, two studies, two studies by behavioral economists found that those who look at their portfolio more often end up with less. End up with less money. Because? <laughs> because they get scared. They get scared. Because and the people that scared. don't look as much end up buying more stocks. I think I just suggested that more stocks than bonds has made people more money over oh, time. Absolutely. And if you can deal with the ups and downs, you're not looking at it every day, and you get on with it. I mean, this is, but it's hard. Yeah. Especially if you're retired, and that's my nest egg. That's all I got, and I don't. I'm tired of seeing it go down by, what, fifteen percent this first half of a year if for an all equity portfolio. Over twenty if you're in the S and P. Over thirty if you're in most of those huge technology companies that have gotten wiped out, or, or over uh, what almost 60% in cryptocurrencies. So it could be worse, as they say. It could be a lot worse. It's very interesting, though, this article from the Wall Street Journal. It, it talked about how if you are investing for 10 years, if you had been in the past investing for 10 or more, uh, ten years, you only had a 6% chance of losing money over that 10-year yeah. period. And, and yet you hear all these scare stories. And we know that there's a been, there, in the past there is a 0% risk. There would have been a zero percent risk of losing money over fifteen or twenty years. Zero. And and yet, because all of us are real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking. We'd rather not lose money than make money. So guess and what? if the you want help from one of our overworked that. advisors, they're sell you something that's going to tell you how you'll never lose. It'll never go uh, down. Just go to vestry.com and I mean, set up an appointment what, to talk with one of them. We will like help everyone. Today. Can I throw in this one more thing? This is something we believe in. If you want to be an advisor for us, you need to believe in the same thing. We need help. We need a lot of help. Well, we always get help. I mean, there are therapists calling us every every week. Too early. Can I help you guys? Bad Don't play job. that yet. It's too Our early. Joke writers are um, so if you want help, uh, go to vestory.com and just you know, go down the page. You're like a stockbroker or something. One of our advisors. No, no, no sales pitch. No obligation. Maybe no they may want to go. Uh, they may want to go straight we'll to stockbrokers.com. Right. We, we need, we need another advisor. On talking real um, for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planner and investment advice takes time. So please consult a really good fee-only investment tax. You go to our contact. We know a good one. Investing must always in other words, you can and probably will lose money. Join us. Yeah, if, I mean, if you're driven by doing right by your clients and not by getting rich as fast as humanly possible, you'll like working at Vestry. You really will. Tom and Don are talking real money. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestry.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y. Dot com.